0: Welcome back to Going along on First, and this podcast going gay, Seth. I love the energy,
1: set. I love this, the music, everything. You know up. what?
0: We're, we're changing it up a little bit. We, we've had the same intro for the last two years, pretty much. Owen just reminded everybody that we're about two years into this. We're going in a third season officially, which is just insane that we've already been doing it grizzled young veterans oh yes in the in the media podcast world um so we're like you know what let's change it up a little bit let's go a little old school and bring it back
1: taking it to the west coast for the week that we turn it to the east coast it was a great idea (laughs) my part but i just
0: needed it in my life uh, for the
1: for just to hype up the AFC East, you know what what's more fitting than Snoop Dogg?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's a more fitting than a little, uh, uh Tupac and um Biggie Smalls as what well, That was it, right?
1: No, but just be careful because now you're getting West Coast into East Coast. If you wanted to go East Coast, like we should have, it would have been Biggie Smalls. Look, I'm not getting into this. I hate hey, you. Coast.
0: You brought up the West and the East, so I just. <laughs> Just adding fuel to the fire on that but one. But
1: I feel like you should get a little schooled now that you, you made the declaration at the top of the pot, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. I love the energy regardless.
0: All right. All right. Yes. Yeah, so no Jeremy tonight though. Just Owen and I, uh, which means this will be a little shorter. Uh, Miss we'll, you, we'll be- Jeremy. Yes. Always. Him and his great Eagles takes. So he, yeah. uh, Coming in hot next week. Oh, he will. It'll be a good half an hour. I'm just going to warn everybody right now. Yes. He's going to be loading up for it. two weeks straight. Yeah. Um, Yeah, not a whole lot of news before we get into the East, uh, other than one big piece. It was MLB trade deadline this week, so that kind of surrounded the the yeah. sports world, uh, which really rocked the Brewers, but we won't get into that. No, we don't have to. Uh don't want to either disappointing nope. um but yeah so the big news out of the nfl was the deshaun watson suspension or possible suspension now at this point now we we did this sunday night and we talked about how there was going to be a decision monday and then we got our decision uh, and then the nfl which was a six game suspension for watson the nfl then appealed it today wednesday uh and pretty much was like nah it needs to be higher mm-hmm. um so which is interesting i you know we don't have to get into the whole the semantics of this and the politics and stuff like that but i just felt 6 was light just compared to other players and things they got suspended for this felt light it's always been a weird uh thing with domestic or
1: sexual violence <laughs> in nfl uh suspensions uh that what was the graphic I think like you know Calvin Ridley gets 12 games for losing a bet. Um and uh Josh Gordon's like 25 games worth of suspensions for weed possession.
0: Yeah, uh 17 for Ridley, so pretty much this year. Oh, no, and then Josh Gordon, yeah, I mean pretty much like two plus seasons almost uh, of abs- games suspended. Absolutely insane. Uh, Also, very
1: nice of the NFL to, you know, on MLB trade deadlines, possibly the biggest day they've ever had for trades. Yeah. And still NFL trying to take (laughs) take that spotlight back because NFL's king. Um, Monopoly. Truly insane. This, I mean, you have to think that. So when the the ruling announced that it was – going to be announced um there was the nflpa came out and said we're not going to appeal the suspension the nfl shouldn't either they immediately said that i thought like oh we're good we're going to be free of this finally no they nflpa must have knew exactly
0: what the nfl was going to do
1: they must have knew the suspension and what it was going to be yeah i was going to say
0: You probably had to know that they had to know that it was going to be low, which is probably why they were like, no, we're going to be good with it. Whatever it is, quote unquote, whatever it is, we're going to be good with it. They probably had a pretty good idea of where it was going to fall.
1: Yep. And what Roger, big old Raj was going to think about it too. Uh, So now I guess they're still figuring out if Raj is going to be the decision maker on this, which he can declare himself apparently. What's the whole, what's the, even the point of the appeal then, if you're the judge as well? Like that's where, it's <laughs> just an interesting jury and executioner here. I guess you just appoint a judge for PR reasons, so he doesn't I, look so. F-
0: I assume that's probably what it is, yeah. So if he wanted to do it again, yeah, then it doesn't make it feel like, you know, he holds all the power, which he pretty much does for the most part. Yeah. Of course, the NFLPA could then appeal whatever they do. And it could just be back and forth for uh, Jesus. If they wanted to go that far, you know, yeah. which we hope not. You know, maybe the NFL right. PA will come out again and say, well, you know, whatever they decide will go with, which I'm sure they won't right. because it's a power move by the NFL. And now the PA is going to uh, do the same. You would think, unless they're like, hey, we wanted eight games, not six. Can we just bump it up two? And then we'll be happy. You know, that could be right. what they want. Or Goodell. At least that's half a season. Which a lot of people kind of maybe thought it was going to be anyways. So why not go there?
1: Right. Yeah. Very... uh, Whatever. This (laughs) fucking situation.
0: It's just Just when you felt like it was over. When you felt like it was over. There's
1: another chapter. Sucks you back in. Unfortunately.
0: It's like a cliffhanger. Page-turner. Book of the century.
1: No happy endings here.
0: Not anymore. <laughs> Just get the hell out of here. <laughs> done with it. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh AFC East then. Uh, I guess the one other note, um, which we kind of forgot about was uh Anthony Barr signing with the Cowboys. Uh kind of forgot Anthony Barr was even around. Uh he's an old veteran now these days. Uh few years from his prime, his Pro Bowl days, glory days in Minnesota. Uh signs a one year deal with the Cowboys. Pretty low money. Like you mentioned, Owen, you forgot he was even out there at this point.
1: Just assumed he was gonna be a Viking for life at
0: that point. You know? Well if this was three years ago, he would have been at the top of the list for players. Uh but yeah like I mentioned we're a little past that now and he kind of just fell to the wayside. Uh, which i'm okay with he was a viking you yeah. know he he's the one that took rogers down those years ago uh not something i'll never forget he was no. the guy so it's it's Shea special McClellan, place in my
1: heart. Shea mcclellan and anthony barr remember both those plays yep very specifically yes um no i mean yeah, I guess uh, is he gonna start? End up starting over Leighton Van Der I don't know what's going on. I mean, maybe they decide they're gonna play Mike Parsons. You know, primarily in the defensive end role, and then because I know they just drafted, uh, well, drafted last year Jabril Cox, who is yes. kind of thought to be in
0: for a Very, starter role. So similar role. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah.
1: Must have a good, you know. That's a good four-man rotation. It's good. You don't want Leighton Van Der Esch just being a every-down guy anymore. I don't know what happened after his rookie season, but
0: yeah. Um, kind of same with Jalen Smith. There, it seemed like a few years back, it seemed like Smith and Van Der Esch were going to be forming a quite the duo and never really, neither, never really came <laughs> to fruition there.
1: Neither. And then all of a sudden, the uh, superstardom rise here for mike parsons in their wake
0: yeah anthony Barr is probably best as a rotational player at this point anyways in his career 30 years old yeah so uh so it, it could be a good move for him in, in dallas yeah uh, sorry jeremy we'll get on that one next week too <laughs> uh yeah um unless you had anything else to throw in there i think it's time we can we can jump to the east the, Ooh, that's not the least, not the AFC least. That's next week. Ooh, ouch. Well, it was at one point. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll get there. All right. Um, yeah. Let's jump into it then. AFC East division by division breakdown continues. Now, we will do our winners first, of course. Of course. Um, and which should be pretty pretty simple. Um, pretty straightforward at least our winners the AFs the our top five is gonna be interesting i I had a hard time with this once again I seem to always like have three guys that are just like these these were no brainers to me and then I struggle with the other three so. it, you did huh I did I struggled all right. all yeah all right. uh you didn't struggle with this list
1: um I felt a little more um, how do you say free to just kind of go in different directions?
0: Uh, okay, that
1: at this one where it's i I think I think I had four guys who I felt really good about. And then two, I'm just gonna kind of, you know you could essentially pick your two favorite guys out of the list of ten.. Um, Unless you really, really wanted to put a jet on there, I don't know if you do, but
0: I, I wasn't able to. I have a couple on my honorable mention, uh, but wasn't able to get one in. Yeah, that
1: sounds about right. But so, you know,
0: I tried. I really tried. Um, the, to me, there was two teams that overpowered the other two. Absolutely. So, and we'll see what two teams they are when we get there. But let's first, let's jump into our winners. Uh, let, let's give Jeremy's list first since he's not on but he did give us a list. So thank you Jeremy for thank at least Jeremy. doing uh 50% of the work or <laughs> 25, but that's okay. Oof. Uh that's
1: so all right, nice.
0: here's his list which probably will be they'll all be pretty similar. Actually our lists are the same. Um so spoiler there. So, so we have so Jeremy has the Jets starting out last, finishing last in the division, the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Poor Jets, once again, falling to the wayside. The next, we have the Miami Dolphins for him. And then third, and I'll kind of break it down more with mine too, just throwing his out there. Um, third, we have the American flag is what he put. I assume he means the Northern Patriots, so it's very patriotic there. <laughs> and then we have uh, our winner, which I assume will be everybody's winner, and one of the best teams in the AFC. And if they're not your winner, Owen, then we have some questions. Um, we have the Buffalo Bills. Really, you do? I do. I, right. I you know, if you don't, Owen, I would like an explanation. Um. Cause you know what they say, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody, huh? Or nobody also sky bombs onto a table like the Buffalo Bills.
1: Bills mafia.
0: You love it. You love it. All those videos last year. They'll awesome. keep coming. Yeah, they will. Well, I, I'm. Whole, I'm. You know, obviously, as a Packers fan, Packers cheeseheads, the cheesehead faithful are the best fans in the. In the country in the league, uh, but Bills fans, whew, they're right there too. They're entertaining. Uh yeah, so mine's the same too. I have Jets, Dolphins, Pats, Bills. Um, I guess the reason why I have the Jets at the bottom is you know, they have some talented players. They have some pieces, um, which will represent on my list, or not on my list, but honorable mention. They're just they have a lot of glaring holes too, I feel. Quarterback is one. Uh, Zach Wilson was a rookie last year. Showed glimpses. Um, I still think he can be something. Uh, but you know they've had quarterback issues for years. Even when they were good, Mark Sanchez was their guy. And they were winning despite of him, pretty much. Uh, so yeah. they haven't really had a good quarterback in years. Chad Pennington, maybe?
1: First? first oh, was he first overall? First round.
0: Oh, first overall, I don't. I couldn't even tell you. I'm just thinking of a a competent quarterback the Jets had for more think, than maybe two years. I would probably say Chad Pennington.
1: That's. I mean, yeah. That that's a,
0: not a, like Chad Pennington was blowing anybody out of the water, uh. But he was at least he was a solid guy for some years.
1: Yeah. Um, no. Good enough. Absolutely. Kind of like yeah. the Joey Harrington. That's kind of what I was saying. That they both they remind me of each other. Okay. Those two guys. Uh, they were part of their their franchises and they were just the most average you could get yeah but at that point average was very good um back in the early the early aughts if you weren't brett Favre or peyton manning
0: or tom brady oh you know tom brady you know couple it took a couple years but yeah yep so donovan McNabb, you can't forget him Mike Jeremy Rick. would be rolling over in his non-existent grave. Yes, He didn't he would. say Donald McNam. Yes, he would. Uh, yeah, anyways, yeah. So Jets here just because new regime still, you know, a lot of fresh faces last year. I, I could see them playing better than they did last year, probably a couple more wins. I think this will be a fun division to look at. Uh, it was fun last year with kind of how back and forth it was going. Um and the emergence of Mac Jones with New England and how well they played and came out of nowhere into the playoffs after looking lost in 2020 for the most part. Miami kind of floating around there. Outside and of the playoffs, will they do that again? No Brian Flores. Obviously, this whole tampering thing puts a big, uh, big X factor on them as well. Kind of a circus down there in Miami. So we'll see how that looks. Plus, you know, Tyree kill the Tua factor, the Tua question mark. Is he going to be their guy? Um. So I think the Dolphins and the Jets, which is why they're at the bottom of this division, had just have too many question marks, too many holes, too many just too many factors in there that uh, I don't think they contend enough. I think Miami can contend with New England for that second spot and maybe a seventh seed. Um. If Tua plays well, if Tua plays well, I think they have the pieces to possibly hit the playoffs. Um, but it's really gonna fall on Tua. That defense is pretty solid with some good players. Uh, they brought in Armstead over the over the offseason to hopefully help, I guess, not protect his blind side because he's a lefty. He's gonna stay a left tackle, right? They're not gonna move Armstead to right tackle though.
1: I don't think they have that solidified at all. So, I, yeah, I definitely imagine Armstead coming in at left tackle. Uh, yeah. I think they did draft one, but he's not – he's been injured or isn't working out. Austin Jackson. So, oh, Austin Jackson. Yeah,
0: yeah. A couple years ago now, isn't it? Yep, yep. 2020. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, it'll, it'll be interesting uh, to see what Miami does. I think they'll be the most um watchful team. In this division, I just feel like with all, everything happening. Uh, So, yeah. So, Dolphins 3, Pats 2, just because I think the Bills are one of the top teams in the AFC. They showed that last year. Josh Allen just emerged as an MVP guy last year, just kind of jumping in and and taking over. And Diggs, of course, being one of the best receivers in the league the last couple years. And I really think, and this will show up on my list later, that he has a chance to cement himself as the top receiver in the league. Um, a lot of big name receivers moving this off season, Adams, Hill, or you're probably the other two. Um, Hopkins is suspended. So I think Diggs has a strong chance to cement himself as the top receiver in the game this year. Um, and and that offense simply will just explode. And the defense has been as good the last couple of years as the offense has. At one point last year, they had the best defense overall and the top-ranked offense overall as well. Um, I wouldn't surprise me if that happened again this year. So, And Tradavius White, healthy, right? He, he's he's pretty much on track. Has he been at training camp? I haven't followed he hasn't, much, but
1: uh I can't remember if he was practicing this week. I know there were practices last week he was out still due to the knee. Okay, but they're like I think they're like day to day with him. Okay, so I imagine this month he'll be
0: he'll be ready. Okay, I mean that's obviously a big piece, you know, Tre'Davious White, one of the best corners in the league. Um, so to get him back out there for Buffalo is huge, huge for that secondary, which is already stacked with Poyer and Micah Hyde, one of the best uh, tandems in the league has been for years now. So. Good defense, good offense, uh, good fan base. I mean, what's not like what's not to like about Buffalo right now? They brought in Von Miller as well to help with that pass rush. And good, good times in Buffalo. They just got to get over that Casey hump. We'll see if they do that this year. That's pretty much the only thing holding them back. But yeah, so there's my list too: Jets, Dolphins, Pats, Bills. Jets, Dolphins,
1: Pats, Bills. Jets one, Dolphins two. That's quite, you know,
0: yeah, quite the flip. I, you know, it's the NFL every year. You always have the divisional and where uh, that bottom team just somehow raises to the top. You love that. Uh, did Jeremy did Jeremy rank his teams
1: or just the players?
0: No, he did. We had the exact same.
1: They, You said you had the exact same. Got yeah,
0: it. Right. yeah, he had Jets, Dolphins, Pats, Bills as well.
1: All right, let's start it off. Bottom feeders, but relatively the most excited, you know, realistic, like realistically excited you can be as a Jets fan in a long time. Uh, I got the Jets coming in at the bottom of the division, uh, pretty competitive division. I would say having yes possibly the best team in the league plus two teams that are absolutely going to vie for a playoff spot. Um, you come in with the Jets. Um, I don't know what this Zach Wilson Joe Flacco business is. I've seen that report. Joe Flacco's out, out doing Zach Wilson in training camp so far. I was like, what? what? Okay, even if he was, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't mean
0: anything because you're not starting Joe Flacco. Um, we can't forget about Mike White and what he did last year. And no, it's forgotten, two games,
1: <laughs> it's forgotten. Good old magic Mike White.
0: (laughs) Uh, Um, But yes, no, you're not, you're not wrong. I mean, whatever Joe Flacco does in training camp and um, preseason, no, who cares?
1: No, good for him. I'm glad he's out there doing his thing, making his money. I mean, backup quarterbacks, the best, you know, best job in the NFL, I think, right? You think so? Gotta be. You're involved, but you're not, you know, Given her is it
0: also could you say it's almost also the worst job
1: uh you know not not a wealth of talent at backup quarterback in the league these days but you know i would say um you get paid so much to be a coach kind of
0: (laughs) yes uh so quarterback position obviously is probably the most glamorous in the nfl and then if you're the backup to that player when you almost feel like you're just not good enough to be there and you want to be there.
1: But if you're Joe Flacco, who's has a super bowl ring and you knows you're well past your prime and you're just kind of collecting money and you're there, you're on a team and you're doing, you're with football and you're doing, you know, you're, you know, how backup quarterback stories are where they're like, they got the headset on and they're talking directly to the quarterback, the whole game. And, Here's what I see. Like, I mean, that's not that it's a cake job. I'm just, I mean, for the money it is, I suppose. But for, (laughs) like, what you get to do and just be around it, I mean, that's Yeah, Yeah. you're not wrong.
0: You're not wrong. And you're 30 seconds from being the guy, too.
1: You're kind of like, you know, how Chris Sims is getting paid a ton of money, even though he was never great at football. (laughs) He's just talking his, talking his talk, you know. That's just kind of what the, the backup guy is doing on the sideline, just straight to the coach and the starter. That is true. Um, so, anyway, for the Jets, uh, r- just hard for me to forget that fateful day in January. Um, Antonio Brown quitting on the team, throwing his jersey off, middle of the Jets game in New York land. Uh, that whole thing overshadowed. The Jets being highly competitive against the Bucs, and then they f- fuck up at the end. It was a bad play on Zach Wilson's part. And then all of a sudden, Tom Brady has 33 seconds to win the game, and he does just that because he's Tom Brady. Wow. The Jets only, I think they only won one game in the last four games, but they hung tight. They showed growth, right? It felt like a Robert Sella group. Hard-nosed. Dan Campbell eating kneecaps. Uh, I think they hung tight. Buffalo, Tampa, and Miami. They they nearly won all those. Um, regardless, Elijah Tucker, Verit- first round pick last year. Turns out to be an all uh, not an all-pro, but a good, like a great starter. Elijah Moore showing the same thing. Huge weapon. Already, add Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, Jermaine Johnson, who slipped in the draft, and Brees Hall. That's like six starters. You can kind of just sign up on your team right away in the last two years. That is uh, true. Along with your franchise quarterback and Zach Wilson. Like, they're in great shape. I think to like capitalize and I think they got the right coaching staff to do it. The ownership is where it gets weird, but I think the, the, the front office and the coaching staff have ultimate support for that team. And they got, they actually have good pieces. Now they're not a team full of like question marks, you know, Quinn and Williams is still there. Uh, they got pieces.
0: Quinn um, and Williams. I, I'm, I like him. He hasn't quite developed into that superstar player. Not yet, no, nope. but he he's still I mean, he's still pretty good, yes, I agree, I agree.,
1: uh, and then they didn't they just sign another pass rusher? Frick, I forget his name.
0: Uh, I'm looking at their depth chart right now. Are you t- thinking of John Franklin Myers?
1: He has developed into a huge,
0: oh, are you talking Carl
1: Lawson too? Carl Lawson, who's who I was talking about. They
0: got him. they signed him last year, right? I don't that, know how, I don't know how much he did was. last year. I think he was but hurt. yeah, they brought him in last year.
1: So he has got a chance to come in. John Franklin Myers is actually very quiet, quietly a great, great starter, too. Um, just obviously on a terrible team last year. But I think they got, I think they'll be there, they'll go nowhere this year, but definitely the roster's shaping up. And I'd say, like, you know, you look up, you just get you get the right guys, learn the right things going into next year. You figure out if Zach Wilson's the guy this year. Um because if he plays like last year, I think he kind of got a
0: shelf that. I think he got a. I think it's time. Um, really, after uh, after a second year,
1: two years of no real growth. You know what I mean?
0: Would you? I think uh, he, okay, the, fair then. I guess if you want to go there, it, you say then, the same for Trevor Lawrence. I'm a little
1: less because I think Trevor Lawrence showed me. No, I mean showed me that, but it's my opinion. He
0: showed more. Um, you think you showed more than Zach Wilson last year? Definitely, definitely. Okay. I mean,
1: I, I look. Zach Wilson's support system was much better than Trevor Lawrence's. Like, let's just get that out of the way. Trevor Lawrence and the whole of the Jacksonville team was just held held hostage for half a year.
0: <laughs> You're not uh, wrong. It, yeah. Now
1: they and now they have Dougie Peterson. You know, I, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Dougie Peterson. But this isn't the Jaguars preview. Uh, I just say that I just think I I like the Jets. I do. Uh, they they might still be a laughing stock uh, a little bit in certain times this year, uh, but I definitely like where the Jets are going. I see some. I see the vision, and I and I need to see it followed through. You know what I'm saying? Give me give it a year of progression. I think we'll get somewhere. Um, outside of the bottom of the division, <laughs> at the bottom of a good division. <laughs> Bringing me to yes. the third-place team, Miami Dolphins, who is probably the most volatile team in this division. Could go either way. Really could. Um, I, You know, two back-to-back winning seasons under head coach Brian Flores, which is a loss and a half, whatever happened there. But um, you make up I for still it. still don't
0: get it, but yeah.
1: You make up for it for the – the most entertaining head coach to listen to. Dude's only 39. Mike McDaniel, he comes in, offensive whiz kid, shades of Sean McVay. I mean, in different way. I just think he's fucking hilarious. But (laughs) regardless. (laughs) His um, antics, yes. And that isn't even the biggest addition. You got Tyree Kill, obviously. Um, And it's still the NFL's fastest player. I think he's still in his 20s. So they're in good spot. Uh, Teron Armstead, who is an aging left tackle, but uh, quietly an all timer, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I'd say so. One of those like 2010s, all decades kind of guy, Hall of Famer for sure. What he did in New Orleans, it that'd be an interesting conversation. Um, it's probably not a lot of people saying that out loud, but I think you know, it's definitely worth a look. Um, I you know, I and then Tua. So obviously we talk about Zach Wilson being the biggest factor in, in Jets land. Tua, absolutely the biggest factor in Miami land. Um can can he make those throws? Can he can he click with Tyree Kill? Can he make his weakness? Hey,
0: he's the, the, the most accurate strength? quarterback Tyree Kill has ever been around. Look, I mean I just and so you know the Dolphins
1: social media team really did them wrong with that video that they kind of just threw out <laughs> there. Look at this throw. Um, and it was a duck. Uh it's but it that's just that's one clip from mini camp, you know. Uh back in what May? I've never been uh, yeah, I think so. I've never been a Tua hater. Um, because it's another it's another place I can see I can see what you're going for regardless of your ownership being a absolute disaster and probably always will be unless Tom Brady comes in maybe that's still on the table i don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> it might be after a year <laughs> it
1: might be you might get suspended even more i don't know uh but you know all signs look good i'm not ready to to crown him a playoff team certainly but uh when when you got Tyreek Hill who is just a playmaker Right, just give him, give him the ball, and then you got Jalen Waddle, who is mini Tyree Kill, yeah, probably like the closest. Big, thing I, I'm
0: a big fan of Jalen Waddle. What he did last year, I liked him coming out of the draft, and then what he did last year kind of just cemented that.
1: Exactly. Um, Add in, I mean, two guys that probably just don't get enough shine at at running back. Raheem Moster, you got Chase Edmonds. Um, they got, I mean, then they got like they got Sony Michelle and Miles Gaskin. They got like a loaded running back group of like low end fantasy running backs. Like, they totally holder. changed <laughs> that running
0: back room from what it was last year with what was that? S- Jordan, Jordan Howard was or whatever George oh, Howard yeah. was there. Ahmed, there was yeah. uh somebody else that I'm blanking on now. Gaskin was still there. Gaskin, there it is. The yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So,
1: I mean, th- and this is just what's going to happen. It's it's the San Francisco style of running back where you're going to – obviously with was Raheem, Raheem Mostert. But um, uh, just like you're going to have a plug and play. You know, you're going to have all these guys ready to, to go in. Obviously someone's going to get injured and someone's going to come in and the offense is going to be probably fine, at least on that end. Um, obviously Armstead's huge. Uh, they had a couple other uh, – Excuse me, they had they signed somebody from the Cowboys and they had a pretty decent they had one pretty decent lineman uh last year. So that you you get three guys. That's always the trick with the offensive line. You get three guys, they can fill holes of the other two and then yes. be serviceable. So they got some names and then you know, throwing Mike Kosicki. Um, you know, what's is Jordan Wilkins? He's great. Is David Howard's he's great. Byron Jones, pretty good, you know. I think I think it's positive defense in general uh won't be in the top ten, but it's it's got pieces. so uh, I just think the offense is going to carry this team.
0: you think the but offense has, carries it the offense has to carry this team actually oh, wow. imperative has to two years ago, they had one of the best defenses in the league, right? No, not it, the same as it was, but i I still think this team this team this defense can lead this team
1: i I understand. Uh, under a Brian Flores
0: coaching group, you're right. You're right. Flores was a defensive guy. You're, yep.
1: Uh, now, defense can be good, but if this offense isn't leading this team, something's wrong with the offense because it's it's built that way. Mike McDaniel, Tyree Kill, progression of Tua. Uh, you're right. And I... the running back mix up like it's built. You they're looking for the offense to lead this team.
0: I would agree with uh, you saying for this team to take the next step, that offense has to be the one to take it. Yes. Yeah. That's what I would say. Okay.
1: If this team is a playoff team, the offense is running right. That's what yeah. I would say. It's yeah. a success. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Um, moving on, number two, give me the red, white, and blue Patriots. Oh. New England land. I thought you were
0: going to say the Bills. Surprise, Aren't they red, white, and blue too?
1: Blair, I would say they're blue, white, and red.
0: Oh, that's what it is. Not
1: very patriotic of them, but. Uh, well, you know, you still love them. Um, they're, they're, they they're might as well be. I mean, they're basically Canada, right? Buffalo's are. right there. They are. Um, that's why the like,
0: Patriots have always hated them.
1: The Canada of the U.S. Um, Hope you're vaccinated. Um, New England. <laughs> losing Josh McDaniels is big. But this team, I don't. I don't remember where we picked them last year, but it was certainly wasn't 10 and seven and second in the division from my knowledge. Um, Mac Jones, what the hell? I don't even, you know, I don't, I don't really need to see more. I think I know what he is. I think, I think he is one of those guys that probably won't progress much further than he is looking at like a Derek Carr level of ceiling. Um, Derek Carr funny. was
0: an MVP candidate. Yeah, well, one year. Are you saying? Are you saying Mac Jones? Hey, hey don't forget, Derek Carr's a Hall of Fame. Okay, that's
1: what I've heard from uh, members of not the Green Bay Packers anymore. Um,
0: so if, if you're comparing Mac Jones to a Hall of Fame quarterback and MVP runner-up, um, shit. Well, you know, great point.
1: I guess I was thinking, you know, what we what we usually think of Derek Carr as one of okay. those like yeah Kirk Kirk Cousins maybe Kirk Cousins more, more likable you know a more likable Kirk that's
0: I'd say kind of so I, I think i I like Matt Jones more than Kirk.
1: I just like saying McCorkle Michael McCorkle Jones leading leading the red, white, and blue up there in Boston. who um, doesn't and it's just like it's 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 another team of no all stars and that's kind of when they start thriving because then
0: that that's why I, they that's why I struggle with this list. Because I'm going through, not to sidetrack a little bit, but I'm going oh. through this Patriots roster and looking at their players, and I'm like, I don't think I can even put one guy even on a general list.
1: There's one guy I wanted to. I just don't think he's there yet. But I do think he's severely underrated.
0: Um, I, 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 w- I ended up putting two on my honorable mention just because fair. I felt like they needed to be at least mentioned.
1: Yeah, saying, hey, I feel these, that.
0: Are, these are some upper echelon players. But yeah, apparently,
1: apparently, Devontae Parker is the, is the, or yeah, right? Devontae Parker. Do I have that right? He's yep. the, uh, the breakout star of camp so far. Uh, maybe that's good. Maybe that, maybe that works out. Uh, save within that,
0: the division too. Right. He's, I mean, um, he, he's going to have his chance. He's always been viewed as like a potential number one guy. Never. This is his chance.
1: Got kind of got treated wrong. I think he had Adam Gase, right? And then, yeah, lead into, uh, never really getting the chance with the brian flores team but um, he had
0: one big year in miami back in 2019 i'm looking now other than that he really hasn't done much so this is kind of his chance to uh to to put that behind him and be the guy that a lot of people have thought him to be for years Yep. um
1: i'm looking at a. uh I'm looking at a at a, a kind of like a nine win range is what I'm what I'm kind of if I had to very similar back. to last year. I yeah, they went ten and seven. I I I think that was it was overachieving for sure, but that's just what the Patriots do. Um so in my head I say nine easily could be a ten and seven, but uh, um trying to think like honestly, like they again, like they don't have breakout players to really talk about. No, they don't you know. I mean My, Hunter
0: Henry do you want to talk about who was a big good. time guy last year and then you know yeah he's fine he's good yeah whatever it, it'll
1: it'll work out I, I just have full faith that it'll end up working out um even with the loss of JC Jackson it's i you know this will uh, be one, the one guy i want to talk about uh their line is good their line is another over like probably that prime piece that's overachieving michael Owenu, uh or Uenwu, or i forget he severely underrated. That's the guy I wanted to talk about. Definitely up. Okay. He'll be a top five tackle here in the next couple of years. Um, really, no, you think so? Absolute freaking road grader. Um, but you know, again, just it's the
0: Patriots. So,
1: yeah, we'll I was listen.
0: gonna say that. Uh, you know, no matter who's playing for this team, you're gonna be disciplined. You're not gonna be making mistakes, and you're gonna play smart football. Um, regardless of who you are, and you know that's where you're gonna get from the Patriots at minimal. yeah, and then anything else is a obviously a positive right and
1: then, and then, like you're gonna be disciplined because you know the coaching staff's gonna like take care of you. like that's the that's the leader of this team is is what that that system,
0: yes, does absolutely. for you
1: and your success at the end of the year. So yep. maybe it sucks, but you win you win more the patriot away, the man. Patriot you win, win more games. games. Um, that leads us to the absolute freaking filthy Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, Jesus Christ, I, I just – watching in, in a loss, like the best game I've seen in a long time against Kansas City Chiefs. I know a lot of people say that and they feel like, you know, a lot of people say that's over – it's kind of getting overhyped to this point. But I just – watching that game was the most entertained, you know. I I watch football all the time because I'm entertained but that was special. That was special. Are you not entertained? I absolutely am, Seth. Watching Josh Allen whip that freaking cannon, sling the rock at the speed and accuracy he does in crazy places, on his back foot, escaping pressure, making those big-time runs, bowling people over because he's just a big son of a bitch.
0: Uh, Good
1: Lord, man! I See, love. Uh,
0: so I was listening to somebody else the other day, the other week. I can't remember who exactly. I think it was the Athletic Football Show. Uh, and I they mean? were, yeah, and they were. I believe it was them. They were doing their quarterback tiers for this upcoming year, and they were talking Allen Mahomes, and I believe it was them. I'm I'm pretty sure, and they said that Mahomes or Allen is better than Mahomes and is one of the most physically gifted quarterbacks that's come around for the last 20 years just combination of everything he does i don't um you know it's it's feels like hyperbole but i can't discredit it you know it it's it's funny because that was Rodgers 12 years ago that was Mahomes 3 years ago yeah 3 years so. ago and now it's it's Allen who I mean, as strong as arm as Mahomes, maybe not as accurate. I don't know. I yeah, that's fair to say. Maybe but just not. overall physically gifted, combination of everything, what he can do with his legs, what he does yeah. with his arm. It's it it's just. I mean, Rogers could never do that as a runner. I mean, Rogers was you know crafty runner, but he was never not even close to the size of Allen either.
1: Well, I think people. You know defenses are just so. Uh, you know the, he's got the he puts the fear of God in defenses and with the the downfield stuff and the face yeah. and so he gets those like ten yard you know lanes for a first down out of bounds pretty automatic just on what he can do to a safety. Um, but you know Allen, not that he's not like that, but it's more like he's just does. He, it's just f it. You know I know there's I know there's a cornerback there. I don't care. I'm swallowing them whole, pulling them over. And if I'm falling, I'm falling for three yards extra. Like uh, that's, that's the mentality there. Um, I mean, just absolute superstar add, add, you know, like you said, they were, they were the first ranked offense, first ranked defense for a time last year. And then this is where it needs to change, but those weird like inconsistent stretches in the middle of the season, like that's what happened last year, like week seven, week 10 or something. They completely disappeared what they lose to the jaguars wasn't that the big one um the josh allen josh allen bowl the josh the josh allen bowl right and then that, and that's the one i think the jaguars that like they coffin cornered the walk-off coffin corner punt yes and urban yep. meyer you know fist pumping and oh, the, the, what a what a scene right there for possibly the best team in the nfl i just um but i think it's it, i think they're hungry i mean they just got absolute superstar stefan diggs is could be a top five receiver in the league. Trey White, I think is a top, I believe is a top five corner in the league, probably the best safety tandem in the league. Uh, I think you got some pieces that need to get there as well. Uh, if they do look out and then um let's see, you know, little brother Dalvin cook, I think it's James cook, James cook. Other, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe that fixes all the issues in, in the running back position that they've been kind of, riding the Devin Singletary wave for, for a time, but I think it's, uh I think it's time he breaks out. But uh, I mean, the, the problem here is the schedule is going to be absolutely horrific. I don't really think they get like a break. Like it's, they were the first place team. They play first place teams. And it's going to be hell. Uh, if they overcome it all, it's, you know, I think they've proven it. And I think they're on the,
0: on the fast track to the, to a deep, Deep playoff run. Absolutely, they will be there again, and I hope we get a rematch between Chiefs Bills in the playoffs. Yes, so we can relive that glory and maybe get a better uh, a better overtime uh, result thanks I... to this game from last year.
1: Maybe it is the one that kind of that proved it wrong, and I'm saying all this about that that playoff game. Uh the day it was the day after you know I thought my world was crumbling down. I thought I was taking crazy pills after uh you know Lambo in the snow proved oh, yes. the, yeah our downfall. Um, yeah. but regardless, it, it was still there. It, I was able to overcome that. It brought my love for the NFL right back when I thought I was gonna throw it all away for at least eight months. Yeah. seeing that game the next day, I was like, F it back in. But regardless, Bills, Patriots, Dolphins,
0: Jets. Beautiful. All right. That's a clean sweep clean between sweep. the pod, between go along on first. Those are our official rankings, which I believe is the first one yet. That we. I don't we, remember. I didn't get the wait. full AFC South list with the Colts. So that might have been the same. You know what that means, though, Seth? That means. For the first time this off season, Jeremy's not even here. But I'm not scared. The juice is loose.
1: Great offseason edition of, of uh the Kool-Aid man making his way back into Woo. the pod.
0: Man, it's good to
1: say that one again.
0: <laughs> Gotta tease put a little teaser out there. Love it. Are you first-time listeners? It's coming. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna learn. You're going to learn today. You're going to regret it, too. <laughs> All right. Anyways, yes. Okay. Those are our division winners, Bills, Pats, Dolphins, Jets, Uh, which I figured that's how it going to go. Does not surprise me one bit. All right. So let's get to the more interesting piece of this, at least for this week, Uh, is our top five AMB players. This is always fun because we usually have three to four guys that are the same, but then we kind of have a couple wild cards in there as well. Um, So what I'll do once again, like I did last time, Owen, hope you're ready. I'll throw Jeremy's list out. We'll kind of look at it, make fun of it, (laughs) say uh, how how bad it is, and then we'll go to ours. Um, And it's really not that bad. It's pretty similar to mine for the most part. Um, okay, I'll start at 5b. I assume the last guy is 5b because Josh Allen is one. 5b is Quinnon Williams, defensive lineman for the Jets, which we mentioned before. Um, you don't have to reveal yours. I did not have him on my list, I had him in my honorable mention. He was one of the two. I just felt like he, like I mentioned before, he's not there as that all star, all pro player kind of like um donald became kind of like um jeffrey simmons became in tennessee after a couple years uh he's not quite there yet i mean he's obviously still pretty young and it's not like he's a bad player i just felt like he hasn't taken the next step for me anyways to be to be one considered one of the best do you feel is there a reason that you would possibly put him on your list jeremy can't defend his list so i'm just
1: you're and looking I'm for a devil's advocate,
0: as well. I'm looking for a devil's advocate here of why he would potentially be put on this list.
1: I can see, uh, you know, partially a uh, Jets representation, like we always kind of try to aim to do. You That's know, true.
0: Yeah, all teams are at the
1: the rep. Um, I can see uh, an underrated, uh, over an overrate the underrated player type of deal. Okay, um, so just kind of push him in not and i mean i do it all the time like i look i know stranger than that i'm gonna do that in this list probably uh you i'm certain certain you could pick one out that uh you disagree with but um i definitely see the avenue like i think i told you this pre-pod is like i had four for sure's and then i feel like there's six different ways i could have went with the rest of for the the a and b um you know, I, and I can definitely see Quentin Williams not being far off that list. And it's probably just one of those guys that you'd like, like that'd be like my Michael Owen, where it's like, I, I know this guy's going to be freaking great. And he, he already is great. I know he's going to be a top five level player in the division. Um, and I think that's where Quentin Williams should be. It's just, you know, pro- you know probably the team bringing him down. Um, it's It's been him and John Franklin Myers and the rest of the team's been absent. Uh, on defense at least. Um, So, you know, I'm not, certainly not going to bash it, but I don't agree at the same time.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I I 100% agree with that. Definitely wouldn't bash it because I think he is a good player overall, and he's one of the key pieces to that Jets defense. I just, like you said, I I just don't agree. Um, So maybe we'll get Jeremy's argument next week a little bit on that one. All right, let's go to 5A for him. He's got another one of close mind. One of the players that was close that didn't quite make it for me. Rough start for Jeremy. Matt Judon. Mm-hmm. Edge rusher for the Pats. Just signed over to the Pats. Was with the Ravens for years. Uh, just signed a deal with the with the Patriots uh, to be their big pass rusher. Um, so he could explode next year. Uh, not like he wasn't, you know, good in... In Baltimore, of course, uh, I think an underrated you talk about underrated. I think Judon is an underrated pass rusher, uh, and a, and a player overall. Um, but Baltimore knows how to spit those guys out, like it, it feels like every couple years they're getting a big time pass rusher who's getting paid. Zedaria Smith was a few years ago, um, and they've had players before then. Judon's just another example. Good for him. I just had him off this list, very similar reason. I just He's probably one of the best pass rushers in the division. I'd say that. Um, I just feel like the other talent out there is just too much. I did not have him on this list, but he was very close for me. Very close. He was one of my last one out. Talk about first one in, last one out kind of deal. He was one of my last ones to not make the list. I share that sentiment. I do. Um, Not...
1: I think I have a couple surprises, so he's like – he's in my, you know, my first
0: four out. Is he? Okay. Yeah. All right, interesting. Okay, four. Number four for him, uh, this is where we kind of fall in line. Uh, he's got Stefan Diggs. He's got Diggs number four. Um, one of two def- oh, offensive players, I mean. um, And we know the other one, of course. So Stefan Diggs is his uh, one receiver as well. Um, it's interesting you didn't have another one. I'll be curious on on how many you have. Um, I think he's I think he's a hater if I remember correct. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he is. He's a hater on the receivers and the running backs. Hmm. It's funny because he loves them in Madden. So. Uh but not not in his rankings apparently. Um, So, yeah, he's got Diggs here, and it's pretty obvious why Diggs is on this list. As he should be, he was one of my three that should have been on this list. No questions asked kind of deal. Like I said before, he has a chance to be number one, top dog receiver. Speaking of D-O-double-G, top dog.
1: I'm wondering – yeah, right? Uh, I'm wondering – you know, the transformation of likability for Stefan Diggs. Um, And it might just be because of the Packers versus Vikings thing. But I just felt like after, I mean, that probably a big part of it is going from, you know, a division rival to a, an extremely likable AFC team far away from our peripheral. But um, he just, he's, he's balled out he's been consistently balling out well if he's not showing up it's not like i don't you know he's not complaining about the the offense and how it's ran and you know it's not like he didn't deserve to complain but um it's just he's he just feels centered he feels like he found his home you know what i mean it's like one of those types of deals where it's like he's not he's not out there showboating as much but it's he's not complaining as much yes
0: you know Yeah, it feels like he was never happy in Minnesota, um, which is why he was a miracle.
1: And but he was probably like happier because, it, in spite of everything, he, they still made that huge play to go to the championship.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, like you said, absolutely. I think he's found his home in Buffalo with Josh Allen. That's gonna be a fun connection for years to come. Already is. Yep. Uh, it's just gonna continue. Yeah, um, he
1: just got his extension this year did. too, five five yep. years, right? So yep. he's
0: locked in. Yeah, both of those two are gonna be health-wise of course they're going to be connecting for years to come uh which should be fun it should be fun kind of similar to the rogers adam thing that they had for years uh this will be good too so um yeah absolutely uh, Diggs is on this list all right let's go to number three for him a fellow buffalo bill not josh allen but who owen judevice judavius White. you got that's it. that feels right Tradavius White here at three. Um, just to kind of tease mine a little bit, a little bit higher than what I had him. Oh. Um, I'll get to my reasoning in a minute. He's on my list, of course, but a little high. Um, But I get it. Yeah, like you said, Tradavius White probably a top five corner as he should be. Um, coming off that injury last year, he's kind of in and out this off season, which I would assume they expect him to be fully healthy by the time the season actually starts. They're probably taking it easy with him, Um, but when he's on that field, he's a difference maker. He's a lockdown, not a big guy, but he plays big, similar to Jair. Jair's not a real big guy either. Uh, but he plays mean, he plays tough, which usually those little guys have to, uh, just to succeed. Um, so yeah, White White's a no brainer on this list too. Absolutely. All right, ready for two? You. I'm with you, and I'm ready. Xavier Howard. Xavier okay. Howard, number two. Um, on this list, I had a, I had of Tre'Davious White. Save, save
1: your, you know, save that opinion. I feel like it's going to come out. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, I get it. He's been a big playmaker the last couple of years on um, why he's ahead of White. Um, I mean, he was the interception leader a couple of years ago. I think he was right up there again last year. A big piece of that Dolphins defense, kind of like just, he runs it for the most part. Um, he He's a big time playmaker, big time corner. So I get it. He's flashy right now. He's kind of the hot name. Um so it doesn't surprise me. He's he's over talented too. He I think he also deserves to be on this list, um, but placing is, is, yeah, it's there. So, is he on your list, Owen? I assume he is. Who's that? Davian Howard. Do and find out. Ooh, good, good, good catch, good catch. All right, <laughs> number one for him, of course, Josh Allen, which will be I assume everybody's number one. And one of the best players in the league as you well.
1: Under, you underestimate the power of Michael McCorkle Jones. Okay. Oh. So just like you know, so leave you know, some room here. Are you
0: know? are you are you tell me you have more than one quarterback on your list? No. <laughs> All right. What is so that? You telling me that one quarterback could be Mac Jones? Could be absolutely. Woo. Okay. <laughs> Interesting all right so that's his list uh just to kind of quick repeat that one uh he had quinnon williams matt judon stefan diggs tredavious white sabian howard and josh allen all right let's do mine Save okay. for last again go ahead uh, since i just keep talking all right five <laughs> b for me um We talked about Matt Judon a little bit. Like I said, he was my first one out. I kind of toyed with it a little bit. I just couldn't put him in. Um, So he's kind of my honorable mention there. But 5B for me is Teron Armstead. We talked about him. Um, He's my one offensive lineman on here. My one interior guy, really, is, is Armstead. I just, like you mentioned, he he he's probably a hall of famer he's an all decade team um he's still to me one of the best tackles in the league he's obviously older now uh, but doesn't mean he's not as good there's still plenty of there's plenty of tackles that play into their mid to late 30s um and he's right up there now um up there in, in age i can't remember exactly he's actually only 31 so i think he's probably got a few years left of some legitimate um legitimate boss signed a huge deal with miami is he from miami is that what it was there was that connection he's from around there that is it was kind of he a going be. home thing i believe
1: be. i think so not to you know it, anybody could go to florida
0: just for the no state income tax but that's you true know, I, th- I believe also to retire any. yeah yeah good yeah. retirement communities down there <laughs> um they get a little crazy though i've heard a little bit um so, yeah, Teron Armstead, I, I had to put him on this list, kind of a respect thing. Um, but to me, he can still be one of the best tackles in the game, left tackle. Won't be the blind side, like I mentioned, because Tua's a lefty, uh, but still going to be uber important for that offense. Keeping Tua upright, keeping him healthy, um, will be big for his development. And as long as Teron Armstead is healthy, he's going to he's going to be doing that. Not a question, there. Uh so am said 5B for me. 5A. Can't wait for this one. 5A. I have Tradavius White. Hey Really the big thing, really the only thing keeping him down on this list, not higher, is the injury. Unreal, Seth.
1: Are you gonna hold that against a guy?
0: I have to. I have to.
1: Jeremy had him at three
0: four three three you had him at got three it. got it uh five a for me uh simply because of that injury and it just it questions i mean acl it was an acl right i believe that's what it was yeah they're not as scary as they were before um but they're still it's still a big thing like some players just are not the same as they were before um, so it's just a big question mark on what he, what the impact that will be on him, and then the impact that puts on the field as well for him. So that's why he's this low on the list. And I just want to see him healthy. If he's healthy, he's probably two or three for me on this list. But because of that, he he's he's a little bit lower. So that's five a four is none other than Xavier Howard.
1: Damn, all right.
0: So we I. I talked about him over white and I i did the same. Um mainly because of the injury and I'm assuming probably that's why Jeremy did the same. Um but he yeah he like I mentioned before he's the flashy guy right now the hot corner uh just because of all the moves he makes but he's still he's kind of developed himself into one of the best corners in the league. A, a little bit of a late bloomer didn't kind of come out firing like that. Um, it's just kind of over been over the last couple of years, years, uh, he's done that. Um, but good for him uh, to kind of do that. So, it yeah, Xavier and Howard up there. Um, once again, an, another piece of that defense. The main piece of that defense, really. Three for me. This is where we change up from Jeremy a little bit. I have Tyreek Hill. I have Tyreek Hill, three. I, to me, I, I think he has to belong on this list just because of what he's done and who he is. I mean, he was the life and blood pretty much of that chiefs offense, obviously at Kelsey there as well. And, and other pieces rotating in, and of course Mahomes, Um, But that offense wasn't quite the same when Hill wasn't out there and, and Hill just changes the game. He changed the game with his speed uh, and everything like that. And he's going to do that for Tua too, the most accurate quarterback in the league. it's going to be fun to see what, what they do. Um, I mean, obviously Tua doesn't have the arm strength of Mahomes and guys like that. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how they do that. If they kind of do like some bubble screens with stuff and with Hill and just kind of like let him use this shiftiness and his speed to get out of there instead of just blowing by people right away. So I'd be curious on how they use him in that offense uh, in relation from Mahomes to Tua. Number two is the other receiver, Stephon Diggs. I, I, I'm i kind of – I don't want to stay in love with this guy right now, but to me, like I said, again, he has the chance to put himself at the top of the wide receiver list and one of the most dynamic playmakers in the league. He's so hard to cover. He reminds me of Adams a lot. I think he does. Um, he's probably got some more natural speed. Adams was just so shifty and just such a good route runner that he was able to get by. I think Diggs is is a bit more um, speedy on that end. Uh, but yeah, what he does, I mean, he gets open everywhere, and then Allen just drops it in too. Um, so I have Allen and Diggs at my top spots. Uh, I don't need to repeat as much with Allen just because it's Josh Allen. Um, so yeah, so 5B for me, Armstead, Teron Armstead, 5A, Tredavious White, 4, Xavier and Howard, 3, Tyree Kill. 2, Diggs, Allen, 1. And that's the list, Owen. Well, I would say I thought I had two surprises.
1: And one of them doesn't seem like much of a surprise anymore. My first surprise is going to be Trey White being at 5B, um, which would be the lowest of the podcast rankings. It would be. I think the world of Trey Davis White. Uh, But injury and a little bit of congestion – of talent uh, in this division, at least at the top level. Slight, slight, slight downgrade. I did just filling him in. I had him at four, almost at a lock, and then I thought about it, and I debated it, and I was like, I got to have him on the list. Uh, what's unfortunate, actually, and I'll, you know, spoil my biggest honorable mention, Micah Hyde is my – one guy I wanted on this very bad. Second team all pro. I think he's very deserving. Um, but Been underrated
0: no. his entire career.
1: Entire career and he's you know, much like many Packers defensive backs before him, left and absolutely thrived.
0: <laughs> Devon House,
1: yes. um, Casey Hayward, you know, list goes on. Yep. Next, absolutely. I got
0: Oh, let me, let's go back to white real quick. If he was fully healthy, where would it have been on your list?
1: Four minimum, four Four minimum, minimum. Uh, And I'd consider three if one of the, you know, if it's at the end of the year and one of these two and three, I feel like, I feel like one of them has a bigger chance to step down, but right now he's there. Um, So I would say four, possibly three. Yeah, um, that's fair. Which is not an insignificant bump. Uh, I'm putting Xavier Howard slightly over the top of uh, Trey White, given him, putting him at the five spot, the five A. Uh, simply the health is there. Um, we got a. I think he's the former second team and former first team All Pro. Didn't wasn't on it last year. He. I, he's a baller, for sure. Um, I think I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to slander either. Dude's a baller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, led yeah. the league in interceptions a year ago, um, two years ago, but yeah, I mean, it, he's definitely the number one compared to Byron Jones. I think Byron Jones gets a lot of, a lot of, a lot of bump. I still see, I still don't think of him as a top corner in the league, but
0: maybe that's Byron Jones. You don't know. Huh? I don't I think they make a pretty good tandem.
1: I think they're a great tandem, but uh I uh yeah, he's a great, he's a great number two corner. Yes, I would definitely say that. Great option. But brings me to my number four. First team all pro safety. Jordan Poyer this is my surprise of the list. Talk about dogs. Okay. Okay. He's a dog, Seth. Absolute manimal. Belongs on the list. Someone needed to mention him. Uh, anchor of this defense, you know, especially showing through last year. Uh I don't know. I, I think, you know, probably one of the here's my underrated, overrate the underrated guy. This is this
0: is my probably my. My fault here but so um not not underrated by some people's standards seeing how he was a all pro
1: first team first team safety jordan poyer kevin byard both deserving
0: so you almost had both of the bill's safeties on your list
1: and, and i wanted to because Micah Hyde was second team all pro uh and it it they almost share the recognition uh they almost i think the rightful way to do it would have been having them as the a and b it would have been top six six a and b right there um but uh i i just think the safety tandem was the the anchor of the best defense in the league
0: last year yes absolutely they've been the the, anchor of that defense for years now for
1: an injury to trey white who was kind of the all-star that everyone knew um and then he goes down, and it it doesn't – I would say it doesn't lose a hitch. The games they lost, they could have won if the offense was consistent, you know. So, give me Jordan Poyer. Give the man the recognition. I mean, he's all over interceptions, sacks, tackles, inter, even more interceptions. Like, the guys, yeah, love him. Number four. And then we get into the chalk town. Give me Stefan Diggs at 3 Baller, just getting slightly pushed down because of the games. And I think this is the fantasy brain in me, just the noticeable games he's absent. But when he's he's in, he's in. Um, And I think partially he gets keyed on in these other three receivers on the roster that no one knows all of a sudden, have big five touchdown games or whatever they are, like Gabriel Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, absolute ballers, uh, in their own right. But uh, no doubt about it, Diggs is the star here, and he pushes that that passing offense uh, for Josh Allen. Um, but the most dangerous weapon in the league is Tyreek Hill. Uh, that's just that's just a fact in my eyes. It doesn't change with the change of scenery um sure he's gonna thrive with the best quarterback in the you know arguably the best quarterback in the league throwing at him uh at the time he was but oh yes yes for the mvp year in the super bowl year but it's they're gonna have to be creative and they have a creative guy to do it i i see no reason he shouldn't be the uh receiving leader in yards or are, are all purpose. And he's like, if Debo, it, it's like, he'll be played like Debo is my assumption, less running back, but more like, you know, he's going to get a lot of the sweeps, the bubble screens, like you said, yep, yep. but like creative, it's not like we're going to do a lot of bubble screens this year with Tyree kill. It's going to be like misdirection because everyone knows Tyree kills getting the ball. He's telling you to your face. He's getting the ball. He's still running by you, grabbing it, snatching it. Tua's got to get up there. That feels like the roadblock, but I think it it happens either way.
0: Yeah, Um, I mean, they're going to get him the ball as much as humanly possible. I think it'll be fun, though, because they're probably going to have some trickery and some kind of, like, sub-motion stuff between him and Jalen Waddle. so you're not exactly going to know who's the ball going to. And you have to account for both of their speeds because they're two of the fastest players in the league. Exactly. So 100%. Tua doesn't – I don't, just don't think Tua has to do much for them to be successful. He just has to be smart with the ball. He has to just stay has to healthy. Yeah, and, and let those two do the work because yep. they will.
1: Yep, absolutely. So I think I think that's why I just I, – I think this Miami offense is going to have a lot of fun, or they can have a lot of fun. So uh, we'll see where the limitations end up being. Again, Tua feels like the one, if any. But um, he can really – he can really – prove a lot of people wrong this year um tyree kill being the main aspect of that obviously josh allen's number one he it's way too early for me to, to say this he probably my number one in the league um just think the world of the guy
0: i do it's yeah he's so fun he's so monster fun monster entertainment to watch uh as With fun. My as, MVP last year didn't quite get there, but close. As
1: as as much of a video game that Lamar Jackson is to watch, and then Kyler Murray when he's like really, really doing it. Uh Josh Allen is like that, but a little awkward at this in and, in, in a truck. Plus, he's got the best arm by far out of those three mentioned. Um, it's if it's yeah, like I said, if it's like a the sports truck doing those moves instead of a fucking Camaro or whatever you want to say. I'm not a car guy. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. that big son of a bitch is my number one. Josh Allen, Tyree Kill, Stefan Diggs, Jordan Poyer, Xavier Howard, Trey White. My three through seven are defensive backs. That's pretty good. Yep. Um uh yeah. Are you doing, do you want to do the, I mean, the most glaring honorable mention probably that no one mentioned uh might be Von Miller, the one that has not been mentioned
0: at all to this point. I just, I didn't put him on my list either, just because of the age factor. And I just feel like he's not, Now he could prove us wrong. He could prove us all wrong next year. I just don't know if he's that dominant pass rusher he was. He wasn't really asked to do that in LA, of course, um, because of everything else they have. Yeah. Um I just don't know if he's there anymore.
1: I I'm um I'm, I'm with you even to a lesser extent because I know what what it can be. And especially on a number one defense already that yeah. didn't lose pieces. Yep. Like, you know, that it just feels like a recipe for success. Uh, I, I would I
0: would love to see MVP. Von Miller, MVP candidate Von Miller back in the mix. It would be fun. Uh, We might be a few years past that. Did you have anybody from New England? You probably had Judon. Did you have anybody else? Uh, Judon
1: was was he was up there again, Michael. It's actually Michael on Oh,
0: yes, that's right. Yep, right. Um,
1: Yeah, that definitely that would be my favorite offensive lineman. That's the thing is, like, no defensive lineman, offensive lineman mentioned, uh, except for Teron Armstead. Um, but on one who's was my favorite, Teron Armstead, it's obviously the legacy guy and uh, should ha- – has no reason to uh, fall off this year unless it's time. Um, but, yeah.
0: Do you think about Devin McCordy at all?
1: Feels like another legacy pick. Uh, yep. but But it's just, like, one of those Patriots veterans that you know are going to be
0: good. Really I just feel like it, he's so. been like the leader of that defense for years. I, I, I feel like he's also a bit underrated um, just because he, he is just a piece of that um, Bill Belichick defense, but I feel like he's been the captain, the leader of that defense for so many years and he just really hasn't gotten the recognition for it. Um, and that defense is so good every year, but Bill Belichick kind of takes a lot of that recognition away from all of his players yep. for the most part. I mean obviously you throw mm-hmm. some in there, but um any jets? Um
1: not ready for it. I just you know no the the all potential team absolutely okay Michael <laughs> it might be jets and Michael on <laughs> it might okay. be um but uh no one really of substance um definitely not going to Quinn williams was you know in my list but at the bottom of players i would think about
0: uh last one jalen Waddle. anywhere
1: no surprisingly no. and i think that was probably it might be an oversight uh really but i think tyree kill kind of takes the shine so yeah. but absolutely we can i i'm Again, another one of those guys. Three years down the road, I think will be a stud. This year, probably be good stat stuffer. I think. Yeah, just he won't be the premier in my
0: eyes. No, absolutely not. Not with Tyreek Hill there, and for the next few years, it will be Tyreek as long as he's around. So I get that. Okay, yeah. No good list though. Do you want to do a quick? You got the rundown. The rundown.
1: Great movie starring Dwayne the (laughs) Rock Johnson.
0: I think that, that was it. Was that his first big one?
1: Scorpion King. I suppose. I remember this. I remember this in order because boy, was I a rock fan in uh, the early aughts.
0: But was Scorpion King, he was, that was like a, a prime role for him, right? Was that a premiere role? Or was that kind of a side one? well what am probably, i am i thinking of the mummy actually? you're thinking of the mummy returns great movie
1: until tell the rocks part the awful cgi which was actually a story this week uh scorpion king then came out oh you're right as its own movie that it he did. starred in um yes. and it was like you know whatever it, it, it was fine um then the rundown came out fucking love that movie good movie walking tall that's a good one too after that that was a good movie and that some of those like straight not straight to DVD but they were like the classic like, uh rental shop yes you know? go to go to the just to pure
0: that. action of yeah. Let's, go, let's go watch
1: let's go watch the rock movie and just the progression of rock movies over over the oh videos. yeah it's been incredible um.
0: Podcast, he's now
1: black Adam, he is now black Adam a movie that probably won't even be that good but I'm still gonna watch it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yep. Josh Allen. Number one. Okay. Yep. Right, long shot, obviously. Oh, I still gotta hold on. Hold on. Just give me one second. Fill in some time here. Oh,
0: you don't you don't have the list done yet? Just a second. I okay. Two seconds. Wow. Not prepared. <laughs> the, the Jeremy is the he's the filler. Jeremy is the filler. Um, uh, because you can just say one word and he'll just go off on it for the next 20 minutes. But that's then, not filler. That's that's a segment. <laughs> it turns into a segment with him, yes. And then I and then I was gonna be like, and then we just get lost in what we were doing, and we just move on, I guess. So Which I think so. Jeremy didn't have Tyreek Hill. Jeremy Experience. did not have Tyreek Hill. I can look at his list again. Uh, he had Howard. So yeah, Josh Allen, and Howard, and Tradavius White is his top three. Diggs was four. And then he threw Quinn and Williams in there for his list. That's,
1: I think that's what mess, what's messing with my rankings because I was like, Tyree kills a lock for everybody, right?" That's what I think. That's what I thought.
0: Oh yeah, Diggs was Diggs was the lock at wide receiver. Right. So Diggs is probably going to be higher just because he's actually on the list. Correct.
1: Uh, Josh Allen, obviously number one. Number two is the aforementioned Stefan Diggs number three the consensus top corner uh whether you know injuries or not for the reasoning Xavier howard number four is tyree kill even though he was snubbed on one list uh number five tree davius white and those are your locks Then the rest comes down to a little bit of um, difference of opinion because they are all one – they all made an appearance on one list each. But because I put Jordan Poyer higher than the others, Jordan Poyer is your number six on the list. Yep. Uh, With mentions of Matt Judon –
0: Teron Armstead and Quinnen Williams. All right. Give me the top five again. The locks.
1: Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Xavier Howard, Ty Freak Hill, Trey White,
0: with Jordan Poyer rounding it out. Okay. I can I can handle that. I can take that. Not okay. too bad, huh? Good list. Good list. I would say,
1: I would say that's fair. I came in with four locks. Uh, I was rightfully uh, talking myself and you guys talking me into Xavier Howard, and then I I just I just like my boy, my boy Poyer, throwing himself up there.
0: Oh yeah, I, I get it, I get it, Poyer absolutely, absolutely I get it. If they if both of those two, if Hyde and Poyer were on the list, I would not be upset about it. <laughs> I would I wouldn't be. I mean I, they they deserve it. I tried hard. Yeah. All right. No good list. Good list. Good 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 pod. I don't have any trivia for tonight. Do you have anything, or we'll save it?
1: You know, I mean, I can scrape up a couple for you just to, to keep you on your toes.
0: Yeah, if you got a couple, you know, throw one or two out. I didn't. I don't have any. I couldn't find anything for this week. I was hoping you guys would would take that mantle. Well, Jeremy, I think Jeremy did uh, establish that he had questions. He did. He did have them, and of course, he bails. He skips out this week. Just so he could be fully ready for next week in two hours of Eagle's talk,
1: <laughs> that's right,
0: <laughs> probably yeah, really. well we we won't allow that to happen, but it could absolutely happen with him
1: okay, you might you might like this these two, and you might hate them.
0: Okay, throw them at me. <clears throat> First question. Jake
1: DeLome and Seneca Wallace combined to start eight games for this AFC team during the 2010 season. Jake DeLome and Seneca Wallace combined started eight games for this AFC team during the 2010 season.
0: Jake DeLome. Jake Delhomme, the big Carolina guy. Oh yeah, where did he go after Carolina? It's probably the team because he was their quarterback in the Super Bowl against the Pats in the mid two thousands. Uh, I believe that was two
1: thousand two. Was that the first? No, uh, Patriots. No, but-
0: I think 2000- it was like oh four or oh five, is when the Panthers were in it. Okay, I believe they were the third one of the dynasty, past the Eagles. I bl- I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure they were the third one of the dynasty. DeLome was the quarterback, wasn't he? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay, okay. You had me second-guessing for a second. Um, the, the Jimmy G of the mid-2000s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Browns were the first one to pop up. Um, I believe Seneca Wallace played for them at one point. He's played for so many teams, though. Yeah, um, Seahawks, Packers. CX Packers, just name a couple. I feel like he's been on way more than that. <laughs> um, the Browns were my first one. Uh really the only one that's sticking out to me. Uh, I just I felt like Seneca was on the Browns at one point, too. Uh and I could see maybe Delome floating over there for a year or two. Uh so I'm gonna go the Browns. The Cleveland Browns
1: is correct. Hey! S- Twenty ten season, eight games. I couldn't tell you who started the other eight. Um Derek
0: Anderson, maybe?
1: That's probably too early. Maybe. I think it I think it was I think Jason Campbell was later.
0: So Jason Campbell but, was later, yeah. So um not that
1: you know what? It's, you know, screw it. It was a quick question. Cleveland uh, Jeff
0: Jeff Garcia, did he did he go to Cleveland for a couple of years?
1: I think he was earlier than that. He was he earlier was, than that. Yep. Yeah. Cleveland Browns, 2010. Um, Mike Holmgren was team president this year. First year he was team president of oh. Cleveland Browns. Um, well, didn't go well. Eric Mangini was the head coach.
0: Um, oh, I'm looking you- at it here. Okay, I got it. Uh, yeah. Colt McCoy, Jake Delhomme, Seneca Wallace were your three. The,
1: f- the first year of Colt McCoy, damn.
0: Yeah, um, it didn't go well.
1: Yeah, Brady Quinn was traded from the Browns that year. Derek Anderson was also released, so Mike Holmerin came in and cleaned house and did it
0: well. Obviously, obviously, but <laughs> but you know Colt McCoy is still hanging around, so
1: he good for is him.
0: Still in there, absolutely. <laughs> in between a few teams these days, but he's still around. So good for him. All right. As question one, what you got one more you said? One
1: more for you. Similar vein. David Carr and Vinny Testaverdi combined to start 10 games for this NFC team. And it All might right. come to you right away, but so I will stray away from giving you the season.
0: Um, I feel like it's the Giants because I know David Carr went there at one point. You said Vinny, David Carr and Vinny Testaverdi. And I feel like I mean Vinny has played for just about every single team as well exactly. in the league over his 75 year career. Um I'm gonna have to go Giants because that's the one I don't know if David Carr played for anybody else. I think he went to he was in Houston for those years. And then I believe just went to New York and called it quits. So I'm going to New York. Incorrect. Oh, the New York Giants is, but it doesn't
1: really count since I didn't give you the season. So, okay. NFC team 10 started combined between David Carr and Te- Vinny Testaverde during the 2007 season, if that helps.
0: Ah. Uh. Let's see, Vinny. Ooh, man, I thought the Giants were a lock. I believe he was forty-four during the season. <laughs> uh Vinny played for Carolina. Thing towards the end, so Carolina is one that's sticking out to me. I don't think David. I didn't think David Carr went to Carolina. If that's the right answer, Uh, but that's the one sticking out to me as well. Uh so I'm gonna go Carolina. Correct. Yeah. You David Carr went there, huh?
1: David Carr went from the Texans to the Panthers to the Giants. Oh, so there was a year in yeah. there. Yeah. Was it just one year for him? Two-year contract. Um, Jake Loom got hurt that year. Carr then ended up starting, played in six games um then a back injury derailed him uh and Vinny Testaverdi played four games and then finishing the season
0: was Matt Moore Matt who's also, Moore
1: who's also still doing it he's currently a free agent he was um, with but,
0: KC most recent
1: because he played against the Packers two years ago right yeah, yes he did um <laughs> and I believe yeah uh David Carr was released that same year after signing two year.
0: So the injury bug bit him. Vinny Testaverde, man, that guy, he's an, icon. he should be put in the hall of fame just because of, I mean, I guess Brady's now doing it at 44. So Brady yeah. wasn't the first one. Um, copycat league, I guess. Uh, yeah, so I guess Brady. so. 19. Yeah. He,
1: uh, Vinny Testaverde facts: Drafted in 1987 by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Drafted first overall by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in '87. Uh, he is currently
0: 58 years old. I'm uh, um, probably still sling it. I'm assuming. I'm sure. I'm sure of it.
1: Um, he, I believe, the Carolina Panthers was his last year. It was. He, he retired. Yep. Retired after starting four games. Um, Infamously played against Brett Favre uh, when Favre was 38. He was 44 to 38. At the time, uh, it was the oldest starting quarterback duo in any game in NFL history. Nice. Vinny Testaverde versus Brett Favre,
0: (laughs) aptly named the senior bowl. Are are Rodgers and Brady going to beat that this year? Do they play it each would other be, I don't think so until we get to the, um, until we get to the
1: playoffs. So that would be, forty four.
0: So they're forty four and thirty eight. I believe Rogers is thirty nine now. I believe so. Yes. He's thirty eight or thirty nine. I believe he's thirty. No, I think he's thirty eight actually. Tom Brady is forty five. Brett Favre is or Brett Favre. Yeah. Rodgers will be turning 39 in December. That's he will. Saying.
1: So by a potential matchup, they he will have Eclipse 39, and they would have absolutely have been the oldest starting quarterback duo. Yeah. Which would still be very impressive. History. Yeah, for first and second in MVP voting a year prior?
0: Yes. Yep.
1: What the hell? Yep.
0: Very Rogers cool. was Rogers
1: was four years old when Vinny Testaverde was drafted first overall.
0: Four years old. And they freaking played in the league together.
1: Yeah, Not together,
0: but they were in the league at the same time.
1: They well, Rogers was on the field for that game. Um, and
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a Zach Wilson Tom Brady thing going on. It there. Was, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Impressive. Just in, just insane. Yeah. All right that's the pod a good little teaser there for trivia hopefully jeremy comes flying and probably have a bunch of eagles trivia too which will be disgusting but whatever um it's gonna be all eagles next week so fly eagles fly whatever uh so that's the afc east uh that was a good one owen and i jeremy will be back next week like i mentioned um but until next time as always adios Adios.